All right, guys, uh, welcome to the Joe Sudi podcast. Um, <clears throat> I just felt like, you know, recording some of my thoughts about college football this weekend. Um, if I if I continue to do this, I'm interested really in talking about anything. Those of you who know me know I love sports, um, and I'll talk about anything. I watch pretty much everything from soccer, hockey, to, you know, football, whatever, baseball. Um but truth be told, right now, probably the most, uh, at least to me, the most relevant thing that's going on is the pending college football playoff. Um, here in a few days, we will find out who is going to be into the final four for the playoff. Um, and so it's pretty exciting. And, uh, you know, seeing as, you know, this Saturday, we've got a lot, a lot, a lot that can happen um, being the final week championship week and so anyway i'm pretty excited to see what happens and i figured i'd talk about it get some thoughts out there and hopefully get some feedback from a few of you um and and we'll see how it goes uh so anyway i've never done anything sports radio ish i've always loved it and thought about it but never really considered it um at least never considered recording by myself so Anyway, here I am uh, in the future. If this really works, I'd love to, you know, include some of you guys in it. But anyway, uh, so <clears throat> here's the deal. Uh, we already know pretty much what our top four is and can be heading into, uh, you know, getting out of this weekend. Clemson, Auburn, Oklahoma, Wisconsin is our current top four. And all four of those teams can win, and it will end the debate because all four of those teams, if they win this Saturday, deserve to get in. Uh Clemson is is coming in at number one, and when you look at it, they probably have the most impressive resume, maybe the second most if you want to argue Auburn, but you know only one loss really helps their case, and they beat Auburn head to head. And you know if 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 everything goes, if Clemson wins this Saturday, they'll have four solid current top twenty five wins and one win against a team that will end in the final top 10, and that would be Auburn. Uh, obviously, they beat Miami, Virginia Tech, NC State. Um, so so it's a very good resume. Uh, so I get why they're number one. I've kind of, you know, been puzzled at times why they were ranked so high. Uh, I, you know, early especially, I was thinking Oklahoma deserved a little more credit for their win at Ohio State. Um, but really, outside of Ohio State, Oklahoma only has one win over a current top 25 team, and that's that's a TCU, um, which obviously they'll get a rematch, another crack at them this Saturday, and that, that can boost their resume as well. So Oklahoma at three, I think, is right. Auburn at, at two with their last two wins, obviously, I think is right as well, um, despite their two losses. Uh, both of them, neither of them are bad losses. One of them is to Clemson, who is number one, and, and then the other one is to LSU, who is a current top 25 team. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> Clemson has a bad loss against Syracuse. Oklahoma has a what we can now say is a bad loss against Iowa State, um, but Wisconsin and Auburn they don't have any bad loss. Um, and so, anyway, kind of kind of moving on. Um, you know what what are we looking for this weekend? Uh, we know Clemson plays Miami. We know the winner of that game is going to get in. If Miami wins, they're in. If Clemson wins, they're in. I think Clemson is the favor or favorite. I think Clemson will win that game. Um, and so I don't think there's too much to be debated there uh, with Auburn. And, you know, in Georgia, a lot can happen. We don't really know the status of carry-on Johnson for Auburn, and that could that could prove costly for them if he's not playing uh, because I think he's he is extremely crucial to that team. <clears throat> and I think Georgia would probably be the favorite uh, if, if he's not playing. 
um, and, and we'll have to see. And anyway, the winner of that game obviously also is in. So Georgia or Auburn, you are in. So that's two spots in the playoff taken by an SEC team and an ACC team. Jumping down to three, Oklahoma is going to be playing TCU. And, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, what's Baker going to do? Um, but odds are he's going to come out and just just have his way because that's pretty much what he's done all season long. I think he should be the Heisman Trophy winner. And I think Oklahoma should roll against TCU and that'll be happening right here in Arlington uh and then this is where it gets interesting pretty much I mean Wisconsin Wisconsin's in right now as it stands but it seems like almost no one is talking about them as you know being in and so they're obviously having a tough game against my favorite team Ohio State um and and there's a lot you know a lot of questions about Wisconsin they have one good win and that's against Northwestern um so they are a current top 25 team, Northwestern is. But really, outside of that, you know, they have a very, very weak resume. and um, But they have no bad losses. And so the, the fact of the matter is, if you run the table from a Power 5 conference, you should be in the playoff. You, I think 100% of the time, if you go undefeated and you are in a Power 5, you are going to the playoff. Um, and so anyway, this is, this is exciting because 8 out of the top 10 are in action this week. So... I'm really, I'm really thankful for the Big 12 adding a conference championship game. Uh, I think it, you know, it's great for us because we can have a lot of chaos and a lot of fallout because all four of the top four could lose this week. Um, and so, how fun could it be to debate, you know, who's in, who's out, uh, which is exactly what we're doing right now. And so, I think the most, you know, the most probable debate that's going to happen is conditional upon Ohio State beating Wisconsin. Um, Ohio State has has had an up and down year, um, <clears throat> you know, and, and they had such a phenomenal comeback win against Penn State only to just get annihilated the next week by Iowa. And that loss is pretty much inexcusable by any standard. I, I don't care who you are. That's that's a bad loss. And then obviously they lost to Oklahoma the year before. So I think Ohio State probably uh, – I've said all year as an Ohio State fan, at least recently since the Iowa game, they don't deserve to get into the playoff. Um, but now after looking into things myself and, and just analyzing the, the resume of the top 10, et cetera, I think Ohio State, if they beat Wisconsin, has a legitimate argument to get into the playoff. And, you know, all you guys who aren't Ohio State fans, you're probably rolling your eye uh, or your eyes at me and whatever, and I get it and I hear you. But um, here's the deal. Uh, I'll start with Alabama. You know, Alabama has <clears throat> has three current top 25 victories. It's against Mississippi State, LSU, and Fresno State. So that's that's good. They have three top 25 wins. Um, you know, Ohio State, really, they only have two top 25 wins as it stands, Penn State and Michigan State. But if they beat Wisconsin, that'll mean probably two wins against the top 10 and Michigan State's going to end the year in the top 15. So Ohio State will end the season with three top 15 victories. Alabama will end the season with zero. So there's Ohio State's first argument. Plus, you throw a conference championship into that. Um, and Ohio State, you know, you can you could argue their way in. Um, the other thing is you already are going to have an SEC team in the playoff. You throw a Big Ten team in there, you know, and the committee's going to love that because they, you know, they want as many eyes on the on those screens and so you really you pull in the big 10 conference by throwing ohio state in there um do i think they deserve it probably not do i think alabama deserves it uh you know they don't have the wins but they still went 
11 and one in the toughest conference in college football. And that has to count for something. You know, we got Ohio State in last year because they had two wins against number two ranked teams in Oklahoma and and uh, Michigan there at the end of the year. And so, you know, there there wasn't there wasn't too much to be debated a year ago. Um, but but when we look at what we have this year, <clears throat> we've got you know really eight teams you can make a case for to get in uh, going into conference championship week. So. Um, you know, does do losses matter? Whatever, whatever. You know, the Iowa loss is bad, um, and you know the Oklahoma loss. That's not a bad loss. You know, that's that's the number three team in the country right now. So Ohio State has one bad loss on their on their resume. Alabama has none. I mean, they lost one game to Auburn, and that's that's not bad at all. So it remains to be seen what the committee will do. I'm really interested, but Ohio State has to win their game first. And, you know, what they did last time they played Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship, we all know, is like 59 nothing. Um, Cardell Jones got the start as JT Barrett went down in the Michigan game the week before and just threw darts all over the field. And we all know who Ezekiel Elliott is, and he broke out in that game. But I think Ohio State, that's, that's not the same Ohio State team in large part because of JT Barrett. And, and I love JT Barrett. He's a, you know, a great college career quarterback. But the truth about him is he just he doesn't have that that rocket or that laser arm, and he's very you know he's very timid in the pocket. He he dinks and dunks and gets a lot of yards on on short throws or just blown coverages. He underthrows guys a lot, and he he just doesn't laser the ball in. And uh, you know I love JT, so I don't I don't like to be critical of him, but he's just he's just a point guard who can't shoot threes, who's on a really good team. Like that's JT Barrett, and that's what you have, and that's. That's what Ohio State has going into this Wisconsin game. And so I don't think Ohio State's going to win a national championship if they manage to make it into the playoff if JT Barrett's starting. You know, I don't even know if they had beat Michigan uh, last week if JT Barrett had not come out of the game because we saw what Dwayne Haskins came in and did, throwing darts that JT either is incapable of or simply won't make um, these these types of throws. And so... Um, Ohio State's going to be good for years to come. You know, Mike Weber and, and J.K. Dobbins and, you know, a good trio of, of highly touted quarterbacks. But J.T. Barrett, you know, his his career coming to a close, Ohio State has to make a statement win, and J.T. Barrett has to play the best game of his career because they have to roll Wisconsin to, to, to make an argument to get into the playoff. Um, and so, you know, they, another Achilles heel for Ohio State this year has been tackling, and so – we know who Wisconsin is. Wisconsin's the same thing every year. They just plug and play. It doesn't matter uh, <laughs> even who's coaching, it seems like. You know, Paul Chris has been a great hire for them. And, uh, you know, they Wisconsin just just lines the ball up and, and runs it down your throat, and you got to be able to tackle and you got to be able to play tough, and they always have a solid defense. So I think, you know, uh, it, it'll be a really good game. I think Wisconsin will probably win, to be completely honest with you. But if Ohio State wins, that's where all the debate and the chaos can happen with this playoff talk. You know, I think people have been mentioning TCU. What if they win? Do they have a case? And I think, sure, yeah, you could you have an argument, but because TCU doesn't really have any bad loss, maybe Iowa State, they lost to Oklahoma, um, but they only have, you know, they only have two top 25 wins if they beat Oklahoma. They'll have an Oklahoma State win and an Oklahoma win. Um, in the final top 25. So I don't think TCU's resume, if Ohio State also wins, is better than theirs. Um, and then, 
you know, so we'll, we'll just have to see. I'm sorry to UCF. I know you ran the table. You got to do it one more time if, if you want to talk about the playoff. And that's just the reality of, you know, college football. You're not in a power five. You just you have to have a lot of breaks. And this year, there unfortunately, there hasn't been enough separation. Uh, you know, we've got we've got seven, eight teams that are legitimately still in the mix. Uh, we're talking about could win a win a national championship. So uh, it's a bad year for UCF to have gone undefeated, unfortunately. So, you know, th- these are kind of my thoughts going into the final week. Um, again, like I said, Alabama right there, 11-1. and one. They have no great wins, but they don't have any bad losses either, no top 15 wins. So we'll have to see. Um, you know, the, the other kind of thing I wanted to talk about um, that I had seen quite a bit of mention of, again, along the lines of Ohio State and Michigan, is uh, the whole Jim Harbaugh conversation. I've, I've seen, you know, numerous people, and, and I've even read articles that talk about Jim Harbaugh should be on a short leash, Jim Harbaugh, blah, 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 blah. He's on the hot seat if, you know, if they struggle again down the stretch, whatever. And I think, are you serious? Jim Harbaugh cannot be on the hot seat. That is the most ridiculous take I have seen because, first of all, um, you know, who, who, who is your coach? If you fire Jim Harbaugh, who, who do you replace him with? You know, and, and what coach would want to go and replace Jim Harbaugh if y'all ran him out of town? Like, that's just ridiculous. And, you know, Michigan's been in games and they've had tough losses. Um, you know, against Michigan State, they had that miracle blocked punt, or, you know, punt return for a touchdown that lost the game at home. You know, and then they beat Michigan State the next year. And then in 2017, this past year, Michigan State was in a winnable game. Or, I'm sorry, Michigan was in a winnable game with Michigan State, but it was a tough, uh, windy, rainy ball game. And you ran out John O'Corn, who, you know, wasn't supposed to be the starter this year. And and they competed, and and they lost a close game, and and that happens. Um, You know, and then you go, that's because that's the rival thing has been the whole conversation. So then you jump to Ohio State, you know, obviously the first year, wasn't really close, but last year when Michigan came into the Ohio State game, they were number two in the nation, you know, and, and possibly going into the playoff if they won out. <clears throat> and they were probably, I, I think it was a bad spot. I didn't think JT had the first down. <clears throat> they were a bad spot away from, you know, from going to the Big Ten Championship and having a chance to get into the playoff. And, and, and even this past year, if JT Barrett hadn't gone down, I think Michigan could have won the game. You know, if John O'Corn hit hit a couple of those throws that he missed in the first quarter, you know, the game could have been very different. Um, and I just I just look at Michigan and I think that is a really good football product. The defense is there; they're big and they're fast. Um, you know, I think you just got to give them a little bit of time, give those quarterbacks time to develop. You know, O'Corn could be a really good player. Um, and I was talking to a friend of mine who was telling me about some of these other guys Michigan's bringing in. Obviously, Spate transferred out. Um, but you know, with, with, with Jim Harbaugh, you, you just can't expect, um, you just can't expect teams to come in or you can't expect a coach to come in and do what Urban Meyer has done at Ohio state, because that is an anomaly that just doesn't happen. Um, Ohio state just caught lightning in a bottle and was extremely lucky, you know? And I think part of it too, was when Urban came in, they were on a bull ban and they were 12 and 0 and you know they didn't have to risk getting exposed and you know they were able to build off their you know off their base and and, and build into what they are right now um but but you know Jim Harbaugh is is an elite he's an elite I know he doesn't have the college football national championship but he's got a Super Bowl appearance with Colin Kaepernick you know 
at quarterback. And, you know, I throw him in there. I think he's in the top four best coaches in college football. When you look at Dabo Sweeney, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, and Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he's. I think he's in that class. I know he doesn't have the skins that those other guys have, but, man, he turned a bad Stanford team into – a national, you know, a nationally relevant team. He, you know, Andrew Luck, he groomed him into being one of, you know, just an unbelievable quarterback. And so anyway, obviously David Shaw is doing a fine job at Stanford, but Jim Harbaugh really started that Stanford stuff. And so anyway, there's that. <clears throat> the next thing I kind of, you know, just jumped out at me, just looking at college football and specifically these, you know, these top teams here, this top eight, nine, ten teams or whatever, I guess the top nine, where where are the elite quarterbacks in those top teams? You know, Clemson, Clemson's got a kid they like in Kelly Bryant, you know, Jared Stidham at Auburn, Wisconsin, I couldn't even tell you the quarterback's name to be completely honest with you. You know, outside of Oklahoma with Baker Mayfield, you know, these teams don't really have elite NFL quarterbacks on their roster. Um, and I just wonder why that is. I think Stidham has a chance to prove himself, play his way there. I think he's only a sophomore. Um, but I just wonder, you know, we've got some elite quarterbacks in college football, Josh Allen at Wyoming, you know, you obviously got Sam Darnold at USC, things like that. But, you know, it's interesting because quarterback play in college is obviously a little different from the NFL, but I I'm really excited about watching Baker Mayfield. I hope that Oklahoma beats TCU simply because I love watching Baker Mayfield play and I want to see him play in the playoff. You know, I'd love to see him play against Auburn or Clemson's defense, um, and just see what he can do. You know, Ohio State, Ohio State has has a pretty good defense, and they sh- he shredded them. Obviously, their secondary is young and and not great, but their front four, you know, Baker just ran a, ran around and 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 made some beautiful throws and was able to avoid the pressure all game long. And so, you know, I'm really impressed with Baker Mayfield. I think he, you know, like I said, he should be your Heisman Trophy winner. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, and the other thing is, you know, Stidham. Stidham has an opportunity to to really up his stock too, because he's got a big conference championship game. Especially if he doesn't have Carry On Johnson, he's going to have to carry that team, um, you know, into the playoff. And and Auburn's Auburn's a stacked team, especially on defense, and they're really intriguing. And so I'm, they've obviously peaked at the right time. So I'm I'm excited to watch them play against Georgia and potentially in the playoff as well. So, anyway, we've got an unbelievable slate of games. I mean, we've got the Ohio State-Wisconsin game, Oklahoma-TCU, Clemson-Miami, and Auburn-Georgia. And I just think, wow, like, you know, what a what a slate. I hope you guys are all really excited for this. And, you know, I hope, I hope you all enjoy it. And, uh, anyway, this is pretty much all that I had to say. I didn't want to keep it too long, and I just wanted to talk a little bit of college football and just, just throw something out there. But, anyway, if you guys have any thoughts or anything you want to – ask or contribute or criticize please don't hesitate to if I suck tell me I suck you know if this is all right you know let me know because I would appreciate feedback and we'll see if I you know if I do another one moving forward so anyway thanks for listening guys I really appreciate it y'all made it this full 20 minutes I'm really grateful for that so y'all take care have a good one